Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everyone. You're very welcome back to the first podcast of 2024. Apologies for being absent. I, like everyone else, I suppose, at this time of the year, got hit with a dose. So... I am snuggled up in the living room with the fire and would like to connect with you again in relation to narcissism, explaining it, understanding it and avoiding them at all costs and certainly learning how to manage the behaviour of a narcissist should we have the unfortunate circumstance that we have to deal with one on a daily basis or in our families or if we're still in a relationship with one. So this particular um, podcast has been requested by a number of people over a period of time. And it's the analysis of the behaviours of Meghan Markle in relation to the possibility of her being a narcissist and displaying succinctly all of the traits nearly of the narcissistic personality disorder coupled in with a soupçon of the antisocial personality disorder. Again, anything I say in this podcast is based on information that's out there in social media and in the general world of news and things that have been printed in books. And it is my opinion, based on my experience with what narcissists do, say, act and how they behave, and looking at her behaviour in that capacity. I have previously uh, put up a podcast in relation to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and made a prediction in relation to them looking back towards Prince Charles and trying to reinstigate themselves in the family in some way. And that actually has occurred recently in that there's been more of a reach out to the royal family because their brand has been so destroyed by their behaviours. So let's get into this because it's actually interesting in that the trajectory of the relationship with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and all the ensuing behaviours are typical of what a narcissist does in general. So often when we see it in the public arena, it's easier to relate it from an objective point of view. And kind of, it's like watching a film or a movie roll out as to the life of the narcissist and the life of people in the narcissist's life. So without further ado, let's get into this in a chatty way, if you don't mind. Let's just take it slowly and easily and roll it out and understand better the little ways and behaviours and the destructive mechanisms that narcissists bring into the life of their new partner and the life of people 
in the family of the new partner. And in general, if they're a public narcissist and if they're a well-known narcissist, the actual amount of people's lives that they can affect in a negative way is pretty unbelievable. It's like a ripple in a pond when you throw a stone in, it ripples out and has a rippling and negative effect on a vast variety of people until people begin to see behind the mask, until the narcissist no longer has the capacity, as is the case with Meghan Markle, in my opinion, she was not able to maintain the position to which she arose. And she is now on the downward trajectory where she's unmasked herself and people are more aware now of what they're actually dealing with. So for the educational purposes, let's get into it. So allegedly, Meghan Markle came to Europe and particularly the UK to look for a husband of status and means, or at least someone that she could use to bring herself up in society, whether she was going to do that through marriage or other means. She did come, it is said, to the UK in search of a husband of that stature. So she did or was lucky enough and was well known enough to be introduced to Prince Harry. So let's take it from there. There was a target in mind. She actually came to the destination where there would be various targets that would be suitable for her purposes. And she did the background checks on the various targets that she was targeting at the time. And she used influential people by getting introductions to bring her closer to climbing the social ladder. And this is on one point I would make this point that she markets herself as a true feminist and is all for women empowerment. I don't consider this a feminist women empowerment move to marry and use a man to climb the ladder. That's a personal opinion. So she found her target and was lucky enough to get an introduction to Prince Harry. But the approach she took to Prince Harry was actually different in some ways to what a normal narcissist would do in a normal situation. She literally flipped the approach on its head. And I found that very interesting because it's, it is an approach used by narcissist, narcissists in general terms when they come across somebody who is more famous than them or of a higher status than them. Normally a narcissist will meet a normal person and will do a love bomb on them by bigging them up, by saying they're very unusual, by saying the person is very unique and by elevating that person in status to make the person feel good about themselves. In a situation that Meghan Markle found herself in, where the person was very well known and was of higher status, she turned that on its head by pretending that she'd never heard of Prince Harry or the royal family, even though it was proven later on that she'd idolised Princess Diana as a child, etc. She 
she effectively approached Prince Harry uniquely in that nobody else or not many other people in his lifetime would have ever not known him. So that would have intrigued him from the start, really intrigued him. And it may have even felt, it may have even helped him to feel free, to feel that, gosh, he could have a real relationship with this person because she liked him for himself and not for who he was. In effect, it was a way of hooking his interest, making him feel that she was a genuine candidate and that she saw him for what he was and not who he was, which is the exact opposite of the truth. And it put him in a lower status because she would have gone on about the fact and he probably knew that she was in suits, and that she was an actress. So it effectively raised her to the higher status or gave the illusion that she was the important one in the relationship. And Harry bought into that. Harry bought into that from the very get-go and was intrigued and attracted by her with that initial hook, in my opinion. Plus whatever else was provided in terms of, I would imagine, physical attraction and pleasure. So that's the targeting, the approach and the hooks. Narcissists are opportunistic, manipulative and size up the best strategy to hooking the enemy because targets of a narcissist are their enemy because all they're going to do to the target is suck them dry, take from them and eventually leave them in a rubbish heap and either seek to destroy them or discard them and forget about them. Number four is the behaviours that I've observed from the TV, etc. and from the news, the mainstream news, is she then became enmeshed in the family. She got married to Prince Harry, etc., developed relationships within the family, got to know the family's ways, got to know the individuals in the family, would have used that phase, as all narcissists do, to gather as much information and intel as was possible. And I have no doubt that Meghan Markle was sizing up the opportunities that the royal family presented to her from a narcissistic viewpoint. And those opportunities would be Fame, status, property, money, all the things that she could gain. Literally, that marriage into that institution afforded her a full coffer of narcissistic supply that could have kept her well coffered up and in very good terms for the whole of her life had she been able to, or had the ability or the intellect, <coughs> excuse me, and not had the limitations of her narcissism, which have effectively destroyed the opportunities which were presented to her. And this is the collateral damage that a lot of narcissists that aren't able to cope with, or even in everyday life, have it all make it all, 
meet the most brilliant people, have the most brilliant situations and mess them up. It's because of the disordered personality and whatever else we have going on spiritually there, a narcissist is not able to sustain something that is good and wholesome and should be beneficial, fruitful uh, to all concerned. They cannot live in a, an environment that is going to provide well for them if they feel they cannot control it and decide how that is to look and appear. Bringing us to number five, Meghan Markle sought to control her environment. She actually was delusional enough to think with her narcissism that she could go into an age-old institution like the firm, like the royal family, with hundreds of years of tradition and ways of doing things because they worked and seek to change that and to become in charge of that by Maria saying that she, she would like to modernise the royal family and do this and do that. It went way beyond the scope of reality. Her thinking that because she'd married into the royal family that she could then overtake it, impose herself and all her ideas all at once on all the people there. And that's then when she felt that she was being controlled rather than being in control of the situation to this point that she'd managed to control by convincing Prince Harry to marry her. And Prince Harry happily, absolutely bowled over in love, wanting to marry her as she worked on his vulnerabilities in relation to his mother, his resentment and jealousies. She literally worked on his darker sides, his unresolved issues, his unresolved pain. And she kept pressing those wounds and those sores and made trouble within his familial relationships all the time while being in the situation and in the narcissist's sorry, the target's family, was beginning to work on the disembodiment of the relationships that the target had, Prince Harry, as, as he was known and is known. So the isolation of Prince Harry would have started once Meghan Markle felt that she was not maintaining or progressing with the control that she had had by actually marrying into the royal family. The next step was to be taking over and to be changing things and having things done the way she wanted and not the way the community or the firm said that everybody should have things organised, if that makes sense. So she wanted to control and that's when she was stopped and that's when she decided to take stock, gather information, observe what was going on, 
and start to make trouble, which is what a lot of narcissists do if they feel that they can't knock the target's family or that they can't win over the target's family. They can't take control of it. They can't easily manipulate all the elements of the target's family. They come up against opposition and Meghan Markle came up against strong opposition in the royal family. There are very strong characters there of a very strong tradition. So one person was never, ever going to be able. Narcissist, manipula manipulator, personified was not going to be able to go in there and in one fell swoop, have everyone kneel down and curtsy as she did on that Netflix documentary to her. This is the, the problem with the delusion of the narcissist in that they really do believe that people should, could and have to cow down to them. However, she'd bitten off more than she could chew. So in order for her control not to be threatened, she needed to start making trouble and to start isolating Harry, to start causing problems, start pushing on his wounds with different people within the institution of the family and start arguments and little dissatisfactions and to back Harry up when someone allegedly would have gone against him, even if they hadn't gone against him. She would have jumped in on any opportunity to isolate Harry and break down his relationships within the family and then would say that she was being treated badly and ask Harry to defend her as Harry hadn't been able to defend his mother in the same institution again allegedly when she was being mistreated. So this was Harry's opportunity to defend a person who presented themselves as similar to his mother. That was another hook that Meghan Markle would have used to get in with Prince Harry in that she believed in all these worthy, notable causes that Diana would have believed in. And then she turned it around to become nearly the re-embodiment of Diana by saying the royal family were persecuting her and they were jealous of her, etc. It's poisonous, guys. It's poisonous. It's awful. It's a terrible, although Prince Harry has displayed his darkest side in the last few years, it's a terrible manipulation of a vulnerable and not competent enough adult to see what was actually going on. As a lot of people, a lot of us weren't able to see when it was happening to us. So the internal, as I would call it, isolation was going on at that stage as the relationships were being broken down and Harry was being convinced that his wife, Meghan Markle, was being persecuted, as was Princess Diana. And at that stage, she convinced him that they should leave the royal family, that he was entitled to a life of his own, that he was being abused by the royal family, etc., and that they should leave. And we all are very familiar, I'm sure, with the couple's exit from the royal family. I believe it was 2018, but you can correct me on that if you wish. They left and went abroad to Canada and they stepped down as working royals. 
What then ensued was a display of the hypocrisy of the narcissist. And that has ensued for the last few years. And I'll just get into that before we get into the smear campaign and the final stages of really typical displays of narcissists' actions in the overall trajectory of a relationship. The perfect examples, if you want to understand how a narcissist operates and how they bring about their own downfall. So they said, this couple, that they wanted peace, peace for their family. They didn't want exposure. They felt they were being exposed and exploited by the British royal family and the press and that that's not the life that they wanted. They wanted to lead their lives in a peaceful, private way. Well, obviously, they did the exact opposite of that, as we have displayed a year or two later in South Park's infamous um, display of the couple in their world privacy tour. The couple went on to promote themselves in the public arena for money, basically for money, fame and notoriety. Everything that they said they didn't want, they did. Which is where a, a narcissist's actions do not match their words. And that's another great diagnostic tool for deciding if somebody is possibly a narcissist. Looking at their actions, their words will mesmerize you with their true intentions, their wonderful nobility, creating the creation of an illusion. And then you look and see they've done the exact opposite. And just on that note, the exact opposite of the feminist movement is to marry a man and make on that man your career, wholly and solely, to utilise, capitalise and manipulate the situation to work for you because you've married a man. The other part of the hypocrisy is they go around telling people how they should live, how they should protect the planet, while at the same time doing the exact opposite themselves by their private jetting, their mansions with 16 bathrooms, etc., etc. The examples go on and on and on. It's okay for them, but it's not okay for the little people. The little people have to be told by them because they're entitled, they know it all and they're superior. They don't have to do as they say, but you do. It's another typical behaviour pattern of a narcissist. The next thing you would have would be Meghan Markle and listening to her speeches and listening to what she says is intriguing for the first one or two speeches. They all consist of word salads. They are all about her, what she does, and that you should do how, what she does and what she says. And she visited this and she visited that. And their word salads about nothing. They might have one or two key statements like environment, empowerment, those kind of big words. Generalised words will come into 
all of her speeches and they're all actually about nothing. If you really listen to them and say, well, what was that about? What actually, what were the facts? What was she trying to say? It'll all be about her, herself. Guys, the next thing I would like to bring up would be the smear campaign. Because a, a lot of you might say, well, Paula, she hasn't uh, discarded Prince Harry as yet. There seems to have been a bit of friction. But why are you talking about the smear campaign when in this particular relationship, the discard hasn't happened? The smear campaign has been activated, but not against the intimate partner in this particular circumstance. Meghan Markle has smear campaigned her own family and has assisted Prince Harry in smear campaigning his family. There are a huge number of reasons that this smear campaign has been so public and has been so ongoing and has been so dogmatic on her part. I'll just give you a few of the reasons at this point because it would literally take another podcast. One is that by isolating Prince Harry in a different country away from his family, the smear campaign sorts to, or as sorts to isolate him further by breaking down, in furtherance breaking down his relationships from the royal family and also from his friends and also from himself. She has isolated him from his former self and taken away any of the attributes of his former self that were publicly acknowledged and turned him into a snivelling, complaining, entitled and stupid version, a nasty version of himself and basically making him into a microphone a mouthpiece of all the hypocrisy that she spews. It is, I can only call it a devilish attempt at ruining his life forever because this is something that's very hard to come back from. It's also, the smear campaign is also a vehicle for her anger for her anger at having to withdraw from the royal family and not get her way and the ongoing velocity, the ongoing strength of the smear campaign is rage at the fact that the royal family have not responded in any way so that she could further take them down. So this is one very angry narcissist. One very, very angry, and when they're angry, they're very dangerous narcissist. So that's the smear campaign. In effect, Harry has gotten a smear campaign prior to his discard. Because when he is discarded, and he will be discarded, he's already been smeared because he's literally put the loop around his neck and 
entered his own demise by ostracating himself from all that he ever was and all the people he ever knew and loved and from his public persona to come back from that will be a huge task and some would say insurmountable hopefully not but it, it will be a day of reckoning so he has had a smear campaign within the relationship the next the next part of the narcissistic dynamic that Meghan Markle has displayed is the using of flying monkeys. She has engaged supporters on some channels, they're called sugars, people who believe in her regardless, who believe everything she says, who like her image, who believe in her race baiting, who believe that she went from being white to black and she'll go to white again if it suits her. Narcissists are opportunists. They will use anything at their disposal to influence people and to turn people against people that they don't like. One thing that actually comes to mind in that, in the race baiting that Meghan Markle has has done and then they deny it. Prince Harry says that, oh no, my wife never said that the royal family were racist. She may never have used the word racist, but everything she said meant that she believed that the royal family were racist. One thing that intrigues me now is that any talk about Prince Harry's daughter and Meghan Markle's daughter as carrying the ginger genes of Prince Harry or the family Spencer that he came from, there aren't any racist remarks about that or any put downs for that, which is a point of interest. It's because Meghan Markle doesn't need to use that. In fact, I guess that she would rather that wasn't discussed because it kind of negates the talk about their son's skin tone. It kind of goes, well, yeah, that's what we talk about. We talk about kids inheriting their parents' attributes. It actually makes the truth of comments of that nature come to the fore and belittles her jumping on a comment like narcissists will do and twisting its meaning and weaponizing it against their target. So she's used flying monkeys. She's used Omen Scobie recently in relation to his book Endgame, in my opinion, even though they say Prince Harry and Meghan, they had nothing to do with the book. They're not going against Omen Scobie and saying that they're denying things that are in the book. She's used flying monkeys. She's used other people to achieve her ends and by whatever nefarious means she needs those ends to be met. She's dropped people that are no longer of any value to her. 
like her family of origin, like friends along the way, and she will continue to do so. She will disassociate from people that need to be disassociated from. This is going to cause her a problem. If she decides, and at the moment the trajectory, in my opinion, is she's putting feelers out to see, because of their disastrous financial circumstances, I would imagine at the moment, or at least the trajectory is downward. Their brand took a real hit in 2023 because of their ludicrous actions, their lack of popularity, the unmasking of their motivations and the downright nastiness of what they were saying and doing. I believe that she will be pushing Prince Harry in some ways to make up with his family, to say it was all his fault. This is my opinion now, it's only an opinion. To say it was all his fault for the breakup of the family and that his family are toxic and he's toxic and they need to resolve it and they should be having more privileges and trying to see or put out feelers as to how she could get back into the family to suck them dry again, probably in relation to the status more kudos for their brand, make them look popular again, make their finances go up again. See, a narcissist is delusional. They believe anything is possible. Remember, guys, when narcissists come back to you after they've done the most heinous things and want to forget about it all and start again with you? That's, in my opinion, what's happening with Meghan Markle and the royal family. I believe that she is delusional enough to hold off on her book if she thinks her book about the tell-all about the royal family, memoir of the little time that she spent with them and her lies and delusions, which have been proven in the last few years to be so. When the time comes, maybe it's come already that she's realised that there is no back in. There is no way back in that's when the book will be released and Harry will be discarded once the coffers are running dry through friendly means. If this year she believes that she's done everything she can to get more out of the royal family with either more time, more money uh, or their image improved, she will then turn. Things will then turn, in my opinion, the discarding of Harry will commence. Lawyers will be brought in because the only way at that stage of her, in her mind, to make money and to get all she's entitled to would be to divorce Harry, get a good divorce settlement, bring out the book, make money on the book, in her mind, and disassociate from Harry and the family and rebrand herself as someone who should never have got involved with that toxic family. And she's all for women empowerment. Women don't need to stay with abusers or, you know, people that are taking drugs. 
this is what she will say, having got Harry to display himself as that type of person in the book. And again, I say abuser allegedly. This is what I think that she may say. It's just an opinion. So effectively, I believe at the moment she is hoovering by proxy, hoovering the royal family by proxy using Harry and probably other people. And that's why they're not going against Scobie. That's why they're not on with Scobie. They're staying clear of the whole Scobie stuff because she's caught herself, in my opinion, in a dilemma. Scobie did her a favour by getting that book Endgame out and it was another lash and another smear campaign and another soothing of her wounds that the royal family wouldn't react to anything she was doing. So she has Scobie on side as a flying monkey. She doesn't want to go out against him and say they have nothing to do with it because Scobie will come back against her, I would imagine. And may have more dirt to reveal on her. So she has to play this one wisely. Which is not something she's done. But she is quite good at manipulating people. She doesn't want to come down in favour of the book. Because she's still hoovering the royal family. In my opinion. So she's leaving that for the moment. If the hoover with the royal family was successful. She would possibly then go against Scobie and say they had nothing to do with the book and that he conned information out for whatever and disassociate from him. He would be dumped, proverbially dumped, if she was making inroads with the royal family. That, I think, is playing out at the moment. And she will make a decision as to who to run with. I think because the royal family excuse me, in my opinion, won't have her back or any association with her. She will maintain Scobie as a flying monkey going forward. The very last narcissistic behaviour that I think you will see from her is the discard of Harry and the capitalisation of the discard, as already discussed, in relation to divorce settlement, notoriety, the book to come. Because that's the only way to stimulate. This, this narcissist is, draw, is stimulated and driven by financial gain. That's a big biggie for her. Materialism, how she looks, and financial gain. So at this point in time... She has managed or they have managed to snooker themselves in a very dire, unpopular situation. No one wants to touch them. Because of their nastiness, their whinging and their moaning and the entitled lifestyle that they actually have, their hypocrisy, their smearing of both families while saying they believe in compassion and love. Hugging strangers and destroying Families, their own families. Isolating their children 
from their uncles, aunts, cousins and grandparents while believing in family values. Oh my God, the hypocrisy of it and the downright badness and evilness of it is beyond words. So the only choice she is left with are I suppose three. One, she finds somebody else, but she's not going to find somebody else in my opinion, although she may be working on it until she capitalizes on her current situation, given it's in the public arena. With money from deals not coming in, with their reputation at an all-time low, with their brand in the dumpster, the only way up is to chop Harry out if, if the royal family doesn't have her back, make the money on the divorce, make the money on the book, find a new man to climb up on, And you'll see the discards of Harry. And that's where we're at with that at the moment. And there are my predictions. And that's my analysis of a very public narcissist. And the actions they've taken and why they've taken those actions throughout the very short term, really. It's only about five years, I think, relationship, intimate relationship. And the, so many things that have gone on in the background that we don't know about, we won't hear about, but will be typical of a narcissist. So with that being said, I think that's probably as conclusive as I can get with Meghan Markle. And hopefully some of that will resonate. I know that these people are very public figures, but narcissists do the same thing all the time. They have the same behavior patterns, as you know. They love bomb, they devalue, they discard, and they hoover. And sometimes, as in this case, those things can be mixed up if the situation is as intricate as this one is. But there's always consequences to a narcissist's actions. And if a narcissist is this public, they're hugely exposed because narcissists like to act under the radar so people, all people don't know or don't see all the things that they do. So people can't become as aware as quickly as a narcissist being on display. And this is why Prior to this, in communities, narcissists were exposed much quicker because people were aware of their behavior patterns and they were aware that this person was a hypocrite, this person was a liar. Meghan Markle being in the public eye is like being in a small community of the world. People can see her and she's become exposed much quicker. She's had to dump so many more people in such a short space of time when her control is being threatened and this is going to catch up on her and this has caught up with her and people will turn on her and I'm very interested to see what Omid Scobie is going to do if the occasion arises that she needs to dump him 
don't think it will quite yet because I don't believe the royal family will have her back in any way, shape or form. But she has dumped, for instance, a former acquaintance, work colleague, whatever you would like to call the relationship between herself and Pierce Morgan. Look how that backfired. The more people a narcissist treats badly without looking at the far wider consequences, the more people come after the narcissist. And in a very visible situation such as this in the public arena, the more obvious the problem is the narcissist and not all the people that are seeing the narcissist for who they are. So the narcissist is not able to maintain the illusion of who they are because they're being exposed by their own actions, by the reactions of other people towards their nastiness. And that is, in my opinion, why Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have had such a bad 2023 because the results of their actions have come back to bite them in the Thank you guys. I hope that was of some help and I will see you again shortly for a much shorter podcast. But I do hope you've enjoyed the afternoon spent together by the fire, recovering and let's hope for a healthy remainder of the year. Godspeed and I will see you again very shortly.